0: Uh, Actually, I do not have an hour, amen. Uh, It's actually the opposite of that. I got less than an hour, praise the Lord. If you can go ahead and beat your Bibles out here tonight. And as you're turning there to the book of Luke, I want to thank Pastor and Sister Chella again uh, for giving me the opportunity to be able to share here tonight. Praise the Lord. Uh, Again, I don't count it uh, anything small. Praise God. Um, But here tonight, I believe that God wants to speak to us, amen, because I believe he was already speaking to me. Cause pastor called me this morning. Actually, he texted me this morning. Amen. He said, "I forgot to tell you." Praise the Lord. Actually, I forgot to ask you. And I was like, "Praise the Lord." Amen. And then God began to speak to me. Amen. Uh, praise God. Everybody got uh, Luke chapter five, and we're gonna read a few verses here. We're actually, we're gonna read more than a few. We're actually gonna read eleven verses. Praise the Lord. But I'm a I'm a fast reader. Amen. Hope you guys can listen fast. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord but if you can't read as, or listen as fast as I can read they're going to be I believe they're going to have the scriptures up on the screen hopefully if not pray for me amen the bible says there in the book of Luke chapter 5 verse 1 the bible says one day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Get- I don't even know how to pronounce that word amen well he was standing by the lake amen with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God he saw the water's edge He saw by the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and he asked him to put out a little from shore. And then he sat down and he began to teach the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and we haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. Verse six says, When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and to help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees, and he said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken, and so were and so were James, John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. And then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Father, tonight I pray in the name of Jesus that you would have your way, Lord, that you would speak to your people the same way you spoke to me, God, in Jesus' name. And together we all said? Come on, together we all said? Praise the Lord. You go ahead and have your seat here tonight. And how many, is this victory outreach? Come on now, is this victory outreach? Praise the Lord. How do you know that we're an international ministry, right? That it's not just about Victory Outreach Church in the heart of the bay, but how do you know we love Victory Outreach in the heart of the bay, but how do you know we're an international minister? We have churches all over the world, and we've been around for a little while, amen? We've been around for a few years. We didn't just start this ministry a few years ago. Victory Outreach has been around for a long time, and, and, and when I was beginning to read the scripture, I began to reminisce about some of the old uh, uh, messages and the old preachings that I used to hear and not just in, in tapes and CDs, but actually that were spoken directly to me across this pulpit and also when I was there in the home. And I was kind of reflecting, and I was thinking, man, things have kind of changed a little bit in Victory Outreach. I mean, not everything, just a few things. Like, man, because I was in the home, and when I was coming to church, when I came into the church, we used to just tell it like it was, right? We were just giving it. Was, it was in the Bible, and it was the truth, they would just tell it to us, and we had to just take it and take it to God and say, all right, Lord, this is what was spoken to me. You know, what is it you're trying to show me? And we took it, and we, we began to grow, and we began to mature, and we're at where we are today, I believe, because the preaching's just like that, because the message is just like that, because of men and women that they didn't want to hold back, they didn't want to hold back the truth. Can I hear an amen? Have you know that we need the truth in days like this? Praise the Lord, because uh, the only reason why I said that is because I'm going to, going to you know i might share a little bit of truth tonight amen so you know you might want to put your steel toes on praise the lord so you don't get your toes stepped on praise god you might even have to put on a helmet just in case the holy spirit decides to you know hit one of y'all he's actually he was hitting me all day amen when, he, when i begin to look at this and i, I want to open up with a actually with with a story amen i love stories how many guys love stories well there's an old story about two fishermen that were out in a boat Now, the day was very calm, and the lake was very isolated. It was so isolated that they were the only fishermen there. Fishermen, how many know that's like a dream come true, right? You're on a lake, and you're like the only fisherman out there, praise the Lord. Well, the first man baited his hook, and he threw it into the water, and he watched the bobber bob on the waves for a while. Suddenly, there was a terrific explosion just a couple feet off the port side of the boat. In a few moments, dead fish were floating to the surface, and his companion was frantically scooping them up in his net. And he was about to ask his friend what had happened when he saw his friend light a piece of dynamite and throw it into the water, followed by another terrible explosion. He said, what do you think you're doing? Well, I'm fishing, the guy said. He says, but you can't do that. That's illegal. And at this point, his friend lit another stick of dynamite, threw it into his friend's lap, and he said, hey, you going to talk, or are you going to (laughs) fish? Amen. Where I'm from, that's called redneck fishing. Amen. Ryan, right from that's what they call redneck fishing. I don't advise doing it, although it does work. Praise the Lord. How many of you guys ever used to do that with M1000s, right? You used to light them, throw them in the water. Praise the Lord. You'd have you know, a big explosion. Every once in a while, this fish would actually float to the top. Amen. So, But I don't advise doing that. But what I'm going to do here tonight, I'm going to talk a little bit about fishing. Is there any fishermen in the house? Praise the Lord. How many of you guys like to fish? Okay. Is there any fishermen in the house? Okay. Praise the Lord. Because here tonight, I'm going to use kind of that as my analogy. I'm going to kind of set a little bit of a stage here tonight as fast as I can just to kind of get to where I want to get to so we can go out and do what God has called us to do tonight. Are you guys with me? Praise the Lord. So here in this story, in the book of Luke, we see Simon Peter, right? His name was Simon, and then later on, God changed his name to Peter, right? Well, here, it had been a few weeks probably since Jesus had met Peter, had first met him, right? And the Gospel of John tells us that Peter had first been introduced to uh, Jesus by his brother Andrew. And in the previous chapter, Jesus had just healed Peter's mother-in-law, right? So now, as I was beginning to look, as, look at this, I began to see something that I'd, I hadn't seen before. Have you ever done that? you read something in the, in the Bible, and then you know you read it like five, six times before, then you, you read it again, and all of a sudden, you begin to see something that you didn't see before. How many know that's God, huh? That's the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit opens your eyes and gives you new revelation. And I was beginning to see something that I hadn't seen before. And what I began to see was this. is that Up until this time in, point in time in Peter's life, he had been what we would call today a part-timer. Hello. Anybody know what a part-timer is? Okay, well, I'm about to share with you what a part-timer is. Hallelujah. You don't, you don't know. Praise the Lord. Well, see, he knew Jesus, right? He knew Jesus probably had spent some time with him. But Peter's relationship with Christ was casual and uncommitted. See, he was kind of like a laid-back churchgoer. Now, I know there's no laid-back churchgoers here tonight come on that was your that was your opportunity to say amen amen i know there's none here tonight praise the lord but i can picture this or hopefully you can picture this, this as well but i can picture him listening to jesus for a while and then going back to work and if he needed jesus for anything special well he'd just give him a call well if i need him for something well, i know where he's at i'll give him a call or i'll just go see him amen and if he needs anything from me eh, i'll help him out amen now, Peter and his friends had been out fishing all night, the Bible says, right? They had been fishing out all night. And now, they're up on the shore cleaning their nets. And it's been a rough night. They've been working hard. But the Bible said that they hadn't caught anything. Have you guys ever gone fishing and have not caught anything? Come on, fishermen. Tell the truth. Hey, Amen. You always tell the big story about the big, the big one, right? The one that got away. Hallelujah. But how many know that sometimes we go out fishing, we don't catch nothing? Huh? It's okay. It's part of the fun. Hallelujah. But anyways, they had been fishing all night and they hadn't caught anything, and then Jesus comes along and then things begin to get a little interesting. Amen? How many know that when Jesus comes along, things always begin to get a little interesting. And sometimes it happens real quick. hello. Now, a crowd had gathered the Bible said to hear Jesus preach and to hear him talk, and Jesus, excuse me a, A crowd had gathered to listen to Jesus, to Jesus preach. And it became obvious that the gathering or the the amount of people had begun to get too big. So the Bible says that Jesus got into one of the boats, right? He got into Simon Peter's boat and he said, push us out a little bit. And Simon said, okay, I'll help you out. So he began to push him out. And then Jesus began to preach some more. And then after that, the Bible says that the crowds left. And now about this time, it's about midnight. It's in the afternoon. And now Jesus turns to Peter as they're still in the boat. And he says, take your boat out into the deep water and let down your net. Now, in those days, any fisherman back in those days would have looked at Jesus and said, you're tripping. It's already in the afternoon. There's no no way we're going to catch any fish. Right? There was all kinds of different reasons why Peter could have said, no, I'm not going to let down my nets. There's all different kinds of reasons. One of the reasons why he could have said, Jesus, he isn't even a fisherman. This guy's a preacher. He's trying to tell me how to fish. Why should I do what he's asking hmm he's a nice guy but when it comes to fishing Jesus should just leave the fishing to me and my friends huh and secondly it's the wrong type of day like I said it was the wrong type of day in that area to fish it was too hot and besides Peter's friends they had already tried fishing they'd been out fishing all night long which was the best time to be fishing and they didn't catch anything amen how many fishermen have been there been out after all night long right Best time to fish is a full moon. Supposed to be able to catch great catfish when it's a full moon. Come on, fishman, I you know what I'm talking about, right? And you come home empty-handed. Well, that's how they felt. And now they're out on the boat. Peter's out on the boat, and Jesus is telling them in the middle of the daytime, and it's hot. Cast your net out. Let your net down. He's thinking, man, this guy's tripping. This guy's really tripping. But Peter doesn't belittle, or he doesn't make fun of Jesus. Like, I don't even, you don't even know what you're talking about. But he doesn't do that. Huh? Peter says, You know what? Look, I'm tired. I've been out all night. But then the Bible says, nevertheless, nevertheless, because you asked me, I'll do it. And he puts out the deep water. He lets down his net. And we know the story, right? There were so many fish that the net began to break. And Peter calls the other men the boat to help. And they even can't even handle all the fish, right? The Bible says that the boats almost sank. Both the boats almost sank. That's a lot of fish. Amen? Now, Peter and his friends, they were all astonished by the amount of fish that they had caught. And then the Bible goes on to say that Peter falls on his knees and he declares himself to be a sinner. Huh? When was the last time you fell on your knees and began to declare to God that you were a sinner? Huh? And then the Bible also says that they all decided to leave their boats and to follow Jesus. And they went from talking about Jesus, right? Because that's all they were doing before. Because remember when the Bible says when they were sitting there, when Jesus was preaching, they said that the fishermen were cleaning their nets. They were off to the side somewhere. They weren't sitting there listening to Jesus really they were off, they probably heard him but they were sitting off to the side but now the bible says that they went from listening to Jesus to fishing with him Hmm. so tonight i'm going to ask you are you going to talk or are you going to fish so the question that jesus put to andrew peter john and james here at the water was was that just that are you going to talk or are you going to fish See, Jesus knew how they viewed him. He knew that they regarded him as just a pleasant diversion within their lives. They were comfortable with Jesus. How many of you guys here are comfortable with Jesus? Um, they probably even spent a little time, kind of like they might even have like their own little Bible study now and then when they're sitting there cleaning their nets. Like, hey, that Jesus guy, man, he's got a cool beard, man. Man, you see his long, flowing hair. I wish I had hair like that. Man, that guy, he can talk pretty good too, man. That's probably how, what they used to do, right? They used to just talk about Jesus. They were real comfortable with him. But until one day right? It had all been talk, but on this day, Jesus called them to action. Jesus challenged them to a different kind of fishing that they'd ever done before, and when that day was done, they had to answer that question. Are you going to talk, or are you going to fish? And when it comes to that question here tonight, I'm going to ask you again. Are you going to talk, or are you going to fish? And I know here, we got shotguns coming, amen, and I know that, you know, we've been passing out a lot of flyers already. There's a lot of people that have Cast their nets out. They've let their nets down already. We've been doing a lot of work already. We've been casting those nets out. Can I can I get an amen? We've been passing out a lot of flyers, but I'm here to let you know that we got to continue to cast out those those nets. We got to continue to let down our nets. We can't afford to get comfortable with Jesus. Huh? And I know here tonight there's a lot of people here tonight that are probably new to our ministry. Maybe you know you just got saved or you're here with a friend, or maybe you're new in the home. Well, I'm here to let you know that's who we are. That's who we are. Victory outreach. That's who we are. We're fishermen. God has called us to be fishers of men. Huh? He's called us to be fishers of men. We go out where no one else wants to go out. We go after the people that no one else wants to go after. Can I hear an amen? Huh? And it's not just something we do just when we have a crusade. It's not just something we do, you know, like, oh, shotgun's coming. Okay, now we got to start evangelizing. No, this is who we are. This is something we're supposed to be doing day in and day out. God was dealing with me today. God was really convicting me today because I'm, I'm I'm preaching to myself tonight. Can I can I get an amen? I'm preaching to myself tonight because I know that I don't go out as much as I, I should. I know that I don't share. I don't witness as much as I should. And God was dealing with me because shotgun is coming, but I know that it's not just about the play. The whole shotgun, the whole play, all that aside, we're still called to be fishermen. Fishermen that fish for a living don't take a day off. They don't say, oh, well, you know what? You know, since it's, you know nothing else going, we're just going to kick back and we're not going to do nothing. We're just going to, you know, sit back today and hang out and, you know, do whatever else is doing. No, that's not, that's not what they do. Can I get an amen? Praise the Lord. Somebody say, I just lost my place. Hallelujah. Amen. Then I just found it. First I was lost and then I was found. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you guys love technology? But that's who we are. That's what we do. It's our DNA. It's in us. It was passed down from Jesus, amen, to Pastor Sonny, to Pastor Steve, to Pastor Stevens, and to us. We have it in our DNA. That's who we are. You see, now up to this time, Peter and his friends only knew one way to fish. They only knew one way of fishing. That was going out and casting out their nets. And that was the way to fish back then. That was the way that you did it. For the area that they lived and the lake that they were fishing and the type of fish that they were fishing for, that's what they knew. They only knew one way to fish. But today in our culture, you can go fly fishing, right? You can go uh, uh, fishing with a, uh, a cane pole like, they used to, like Huck Finn, huh? Huckleberry, right? They used to just put a string on a pole and just drop it. You can do that. Amen. Have you ever uh, heard that term, like shooting fish in a barrel? You know that's real? You can actually shoot fish in a barrel. You can actually bow and arrow fish. I want to try that. That just sounds like fun, amen? Even if you don't hit a fish, you just shooting a bow and arrow. is just fun anyways, amen? But you can, there's all different kinds of ways to fish now. Even I was a, 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 like a, a myth buster. That's where I saw that. Fishing in a barrel. Shooting fish in a barrel was crazy, amen? But these men fish by putting out in their boats and putting their nets down into the water, and that's the only way they knew how to do it. Huh? When we fish for Jesus, there's also only one way that we do it. How do we fish for men? When we go fishing, when we go out there, we go witnessing, when we go evangelizing, there's still only one way that we do it. You got to talk to people. That's how you do it. That's how you win people to the Lord. That's how you do it. That's how you fish for men. You talk to them, right? But how you many know there's a lot of different methods on talking to people, right? How you many know, Victor, Which we got a lot of methods? Amen. Tonight, you're going to experience one of those methods. And this is one of the methods that have worked year after year after year after year because the kind of fish that we're fishing for, huh, we got to get radical, man we got to get crazy for Jesus to reach the people that God has called us to reach, the fish that God has called us to go out and reach. we got to get crazy, amen? But it's still the same thing, talking to people. We just talk a little different. Can I, get a, can I get a witness? Amen? We need to talk to people. We need to expose them to Jesus. We need to expose them to the church. See, the problem for a lot of Christians today is that we forget why we even exist. We forget why God even created us. You know, it's important to come to church on Sunday, right? It's important to come to worship God, to to, uh, fellowship with uh, believers. It's important to go to life group and to get into a Bible study and to really begin to grow and allow God to, to impart things within your life and to pull things out of your life. Can I get an amen? Huh? But sometimes we forget why God even created us. That's why God created us. We forget our primary objective, huh, which is to witness to people, to reach people, to reach the lost, huh, to build His kingdom. Paul Harvey once noted that Christians too often forget that they were supposed to be fishers of men, not keepers of the aquarium. Huh? That we're supposed to be fishers of men, not keepers of the aquarium. Not that keeping the aquarium is a bad idea. Huh? Because of course we don't want the fish to die. Right? This would be our so-called aquarium. We don't want the people inside here to die. But how funny would it be if we went out and bought an aquarium filled with water put cute little plants in there some colored rocks and then we just sat there and stared at it and there was nothing in there we had a nice aquarium but we got no fish huh no God has called us to go be fishers of men to go fill the aquarium not just stay in the aquarium and make sure that you know we clean it real good and make sure everybody in here is happy of course we need to do that stuff but God has called us to go outside of the aquarium to get outside of these four walls that's what we do huh to be fishers of men, not keepers of the aquarium. So what does that mean? That means that our primary objective is trying to win people to Jesus. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to win the lost, no matter the cost. We need to seriously commit ourselves to bringing people to Jesus. Seriously commit ourselves to bringing people to Jesus. I'm going to say it again. Seriously commit ourselves to bringing people to Jesus. We can't be part-timers. There's no such thing as a part-time fisherman. Uh, -uh. Not ones that do it for a living. When When that's the bread and butter, they do it. 365 days a year they fish they might not fish for the same thing every day but they fish in every single day huh you ever seen that that show deadliest catch that's victory outreach when it comes to fishing that's what i was thinking man that's that's they're like victory outreach of the fishermen man they're out there in the dangerous waters getting you know doing the thing that nobody else wants to do right doing just crazy stuff how many guys like crab Come on, you can raise your hand, amen. Because those guys are out there killing themselves so you can enjoy some crab, amen. But I'm just letting you know that they were like the they go crazy fishermen, crazy. But when they're not doing that, they're fishing for something else. They're constantly doing something They're constantly doing it because they know the importance of it. And the same thing that we know the importance of winning souls. The Bible says that he who wins souls is wise. And I know anybody here doesn't want to be a dummy, amen. We all want to be wise, right? Well, then win a soul. Now, what if you invite somebody or you talk to somebody and you've invited them and you've invited them and you're talking to them and you're talking to them and they don't come to church? Does that mean that you failed? No. Jesus didn't tell Peter to catch fish, right? He didn't say, hey, Peter, put out your net and catch some fish. No, all he did was said, lay down your net. That's all he did. And then Jesus supplied the fish. All we're supposed to do is what Jesus tells us to do. I like the story that Pastor was sharing the other night, or other uh, Sunday when he was talking about the rock. Do you guys remember the analogy he used? He said God had told him to push the rock, to push the rock. And I was actually sharing that uh, with my life group just previously. A lot of times when God tells us to do something like that, to push, you know, maybe it's through prayer or something, just push, push. And that's all we hear from God, push. We keep pushing, we keep pushing. We get frustrated like, God, how come I don't see nothing happening, man? How come I am not seeing no results? God's saying, because you're not doing what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you just to push. I didn't ask you to move the rock. I just asked you to push. I'll move the rock. You push, I'll move it. Same thing here. Just let down your net. I'll supply the fish. Just let down your net. So don't get discouraged when you talk to somebody and they just say, I don't want to hear that. You know how many times I've heard that? I don't want to hear that. I've been spit on. I almost got socked one time, right? Just trying to share Jesus. But it doesn't discourage me because I know that all I'm doing is I'm planting a seed. I'm planting a seed. I'm planting a seed. And then God's going to water it. It's the same thing. Just let down your net. God will supply the fish. So don't get frustrated. Amen? See, the thing about introducing people to Jesus is that Jesus is only concerned with one thing, and that's obedience. That's it. He's concerned with obedience, not success. Because you know why? Because success belongs to Him. It doesn't belong to us. So too much, too often. We look, we're trying to, we look at the success. and well, did, Was it good? Was it a, was it a good thing? Or, or did people get saved? and Did this person respond? and that person respond? Did they accept what you were saying? But see, we're looking for the success. God says, no, just be obedient. The success belongs to me. I just want you to be obedient. I just want you to do what I ask you to do. Huh? And when Peter put his net down in the deep part of the lake, he'd been fishing all night and he hadn't caught a thing. So he wasn't expecting to catch anything right now. Huh? Have you ever gone out, in the street, out to the streets expecting really, you know, no one's really going to want to hear what I got to say. Right? I've been out there before. I've gone to this neighborhood before. I've been down the same street. I've talked to this person a hundred times already, man. And now I'm going to go do the same thing. I already know nothing's going to happen. Huh? You ever had an attitude like that? Well, Peter did. But because Jesus asked him, he cast his net into the water. He was merely obeying Jesus. Hmm? That's all Jesus asks from us. That's all Jesus wants us to do. He's not asking us anything else. He's just saying, just be obedient to what I ask you to do. Just be the fisherman that I've asked you to be. I haven't called you to go catch fish. I called you to go fish for men. I'll supply the fish. I'll bring the fish to you. All you got to do is just do what I ask you to do. And here tonight, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go out to the streets. We're going to have a rally. We're going to be blasting. We're going to be handing out flyers. We're going to be talking to people. And what we're going to be doing is being obedient to what God has asked us to do. All we're going to do is we're going to plant a whole bunch of seed tonight. How I many you know that every farmer knows that in order to, to bring a harvest, you've got to plant a lot of seed? They don't dig a little hole, plant one seed, dig another hole, plant one seed, dig another hole, plant one seed. No, farmer goes out there, and they just start tossing seed, man. They just start tossing seed, tossing seed, tossing seed, tossing seed everywhere. Because they know the more seed that they toss, the bigger the harvest. The more seed that they sow, the bigger the harvest. And here tonight, we're going to go out there and we're going to cast a bunch of seed. Because we want to see a harvest come into this church. Not because we want to grow the church. Not because we just want to fill the seeds, although that would be great. But we want to see the kingdom of God increased. Amen. We want to take as many people to heaven with us as possible. Can I hear an amen? Praise the Lord. Go ahead and stand with me here tonight. Praise God. So tonight what we're going to do, we're going to sing a song. But as we begin to go out here tonight, out to the streets, I want you to have that mentality within your heart, within your mind, that you know what, you're out there, just just be obedient to what God is calling you to do. When God speaks to you and he tells you, you know what, go hand that person a flyer. Just go do it. doesn't matter what they look like. doesn't matter what they smell like. Because they're not always going to look right and they're not always going to smell right. But that's who God has called us to reach. That's us. We're victory outreach. We go where no one else wants to go. We go reach where no one else wants to reach. We go fishing where no one else wants to go fishing. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. They're gonna go ahead and sing. This-